Welcome to Now Try This, the podcast where two best friends get together every week to try something new. I'm Marcus, and that beautiful webtoon reading motherfucker over there is Nick. Hello, welcome to the podcast Now Try This. I'm here with my best friend, and we try shit. That's right. Why does the show work? Oh, by friendship. That's exactly how it works. (laughs) One of us loves something. Mm -hmm. One of us loves something so viciously and furiously that they make the other one watch it or do the thing so that they have someone to talk to about it. But it's not always only our challenges. We also once a month give the power to the patrons and they decide what we do once a month so if you donate the five dollar tier every month you get to submit your challenge and then just the one dollar tier only a dollar everybody on the patreon gets to vote on exactly what that thing will be like now we know that next month will be i should have this up already i don't fucking know where's the posts uh <laughs> the name of the movie next month will be memories of a murder memories of a murder next month that is our winner we will be watching that movie next, next month? month which is our next week <laughs> next week's challenge is going to be memories of murder but it was almost elden ring and i do want to know that if you're listening to this right now and you wish we were playing elden ring well you could have voted you could have showed up to our patreon and you could have voted so it's your fault that we're not doing elden ring and also just so you know yeah congratulations big jumpy in the chat you won you will, <laughs> we will do your challenge next month but guys listen we're a couple of cucks right here because you joined the <laughs> Patreon, you tell us to play Elden Ring. You keep letting us know. We'll play it. We'll play it on the stream. I am playing Elden Ring right now, and yeah. I would do a bonus stream regardless of anything else. Just hanging out with you playing Elden Ring. I would love to sit here and backseat game you playing Let's one of go. the hardest games. That sounds glorious. I love it. It's Marcus, fantastic. why do you dodge? Marcus, he has a big sword. Obviously, you should have dodged. <laughs> I'll be too good. You won't see me die once is what will happen. And you'll have nothing Marcus, to critique. Oh, my God. If we had a stream and you didn't die once and all I had to do was make jokes, I don't know what I would do. I would, <laughs> I would run out of jokes. I don't have that many jokes. You would have to die no, just for me to have something to make fun of. Great, we're great improvisers, and people want to see us. <laughs> yeah, just like now, uh, let me improvise. Yeah, but do. Wow, Flintstones. Hey guys, reference. if you have no money but you have an Amazon Prime, you can check us out at Twitch.tv/slash/NowTryThisCast and subscribe to our Twitch with your Prime. That does help us with a couple of shekels. It does help us with visibility on the platform. But if you don't have money, you don't have any subscriptions, guys, at no cost, zero cost to you except one minute of your life give us one minute to go to itunes or spotify and leave us a five star review hell yeah and you know what nick um next episode during our patreon fan challenge episode if someone while we're streaming joins the Uh patreon sure we'll give them five dollars and that covers five months of the one dollar (laughs) tier (laughs) <laughs> they just gotta drop their Venmo in the chat. 
All right. There you cool. go. Great. Next week. That's, I didn't know where you were going with that. And I didn't know if I liked it. But then I was like, you know what? I'm on board. I like this. Guys, That's five if you months. join the Patreon episode, you get five bucks sent to you on Venmo. Mm-hmm. Join the Patreon. Join us on our Patreon episode next week. But Marcus, that's not why we're here today. No, no, no. No, no, no. Because one of us, me, uh-huh. was obsessed about something so much that they challenged you to not watch it, but read it. It's true. Today's episode will be about the webtoon Unordinary. But before we get to that, Marcus, is there anything you would like to say to these fine gents and ladies and uh, neither or here in our stream and on listening to our pod? Yo, you want to say anything to our peeps? Uh, Hey, guys, I just want to say thank you so much for, you know, being there with us. And when we need breaks, you know, because we are buying a house or moving or whatever it is that thanks for being patient with us. And I love you guys. Great. That's all I I have nothing to say. Have you tried anything new? Oh, God. Uh. I finished the newest season of Mrs. Maisel. Oh, how was Marcus, it? I know you enjoyed the first episode that we did. Sure. I don't think you ever watched. I more never than watched that. more. Yeah, just because of a time thing. It was just it wasn't a priority. You, you had liked oh, it, right? No. I did watch more. I did watch more. I watched like two more episodes or three more episodes, and then I just didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Shame, because this mm-hmm. new season was awesome. She, she, oh, that's right. I tried steak. You cut yourself off. What were you going to say about Miss Maisel and then go to the steak? <laughs> Sorry, the chat distracts me. I'm very easily distracted. I'm like a kid in a candy store. So, Mar- so Mrs. Maisel, I've always loved it, but this newest season, they had to do it during COVID, so it just felt like it was like really tight, and it like really was expanding on like the lore and the world building. Like the end of the last season, Mrs. Maisel screwed up and told some wrong jokes and got kicked off of a tour. She was like finally like getting up. She yeah, got kicked off and I heard about blacklisted, and she went to her manager and was like, "I will only do headlining gigs." From now on, which is like fucking dumb. So she's barely doing any gigs. So they're contending with that. And to get to pay the bill, she gets a job emceeing at a strip club. Oh, that's interesting. Rock is fun because it's very funny because she very Mrs. Maisel's it up and changes the strip club to be like better. Oh, that's good. <laughs> More female friendly. And like, it's like, why don't we have tampons in the bathroom? Like, just like, yeah, boom, boom, boom. Like, let's get this shit done right. Hell and yeah. it, it was it was a very good season. That's pretty cool. But also, we just subscribed to not a sponsor, but it could be. Let us know. Uh, Butcher <laughs> Box. Because we realized we were spending so much money on meat, we wanted to at least get the good stuff. So mm-hmm. when you get Butcher Box, to make it worth it monetarily, you need to get a couple of the cuts of meat. Like if you just got ground beef, it's not worth it. But yeah. if you get some premium cuts, so we got some sirloin steaks. Ooh. So Lexi made us both sirloin steaks the other wow. day. And Marcus, you saw a picture. Guys, if you want to see did. a picture, I'll tweet it. Let me know. <laughs> <laughs> it was delicious. I liked it. It's wow. still too chewy. I still my my number one complaint about steak is that it's chewy. I don't want to work that hard for my food. That's when I'm an old steak. man. That's that has to do with when the cook and man, the quality of the meat. When I'm an old <laughs> okay. man, everything needs to be pudding fied. I am so excited for the day uh-huh. that I can only eat pudding and pudding based things. Well, you could puree. I look forward it. to that day. You could puree your steak. Oh, that sounds great. <laughs> like a nice, yeah, like yeah. a nice steak pudding. Yeah, mush. yeah, yeah. And you mush it and you put it over a bunch of mashed potatoes. It'll be great. It sounds oh, delicious. I mean, dude, shepherd's pie is one of my favorite things. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, she did fantastic. She cooked it. It was great. Marcus, have you tried anything new? Man, oof. What have I tried? I've been watching a new show, Severance. Um, don't watch sounds it. Sounds dumb. Nick, because I'm going to challenge it to you. So <laughs> Aww, uh, everyone else, dumb. watch it. Watch it so you're ready for the episode. All right, it's like well, 
Twin Peaks in an office. That sounds awful. I hated Twin Peaks. <laughs> I know you did. <laughs> uh, I didn't love it. Oh, well. Anyway, guys. Oh, we all, you also closed on a house. We also closed on a house. Darren is reminding you. On That's the why we've Congratulations. been so Woof. Guys, Marcus is fucking flat ass broke. Subscribe to the Patreon <laughs> so we can help him remodel 100%. his ugly ass kitchen. 100%. It's covered <laughs> in the most disgusting wallpaper I've ever seen. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. But the bones are good, man. The, the bones, bones are good. good. The bones uh, are those good. Those bones are good. No, it's really, it's really beautiful. I'm super excited for you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited to have so, people so over. Jesus. Oh. The day is coming. Yeah. yeah. Not soon. But that's soon. soon. That's soon. <laughs> unordinary. I will unordinary. buy you a plant. I will buy you a plant. Oh, unordinary is what we're doing today. Unordinary is a webtoon by Uru Chan, mm-hmm. is the author. Yeah. I know nothing about them except that they write and draw unordinary. But Marcus, before I get to why I gave this to you, what did you know about webtoons or unordinary or any of this world of manhwa? Manhwa, yeah. So manwa? we, I don't know. Yep. I feel like we've talked about manhwa before on this podcast. Did we do an episode about? Because it's sweet. Ho- cause oh, it's sweet, sweet home. home. Okay, sweet home. Yeah. So I have read manhwa before. I've read Sweet Home and I've read Bastard. Um, mm-hmm. I like Bastard a lot. I stopped reading Sweet Home because stop caring about it but i know that a lot of people like swear by webtoons every morning on the bus i see people reading webtoons and i just haven't found any that spoke to me so i have a bunch of lists saved of ones i want to read but i never really like make the time to read them sure but i started reading batman wayne family adventures because you said to read it yes and the best batman thing i've read in years and now i'm reading an ordinary so like there's stuff here to read there's a whole bunch of stuff and it's the coolest thing about webtoons is the um, just the value volume of stuff they have yeah they have things for everybody romance action Mm sci-fi superhero anime shonen-y stuff everything i will say that right off the bat my biggest complaint about webtoons is that it's hard to explain what webtoons are because like oh it's just comic books and it's like it's more like fan fiction like webtoons is like you just draw something and you upload it to this website and because of the popularity of the website and how many comics are on it a lot of people are going there to read the stuff so there's a chance that you could have a lot of success on webtoons yeah but there's not really like a barrier to entry you know it's just yeah, if it sucks no one's gonna very, see it yeah so it feels which like is a fan the, fiction which is site. the worst part but the coolest part right yes it is both good yeah. and bad it's just like youtube where like you know like you hope the good stuff rises to the top but some of the gems probably haven't even been read yet by a lot of people 100 on the website 100 percent. and sometimes it's like you know dumb stuff that ends up reaching the top for because mm-hmm. of the memes or because of you know they just itch that like twilighty itch or like yeah, whatever it might yeah, be, yeah. You know? yeah but, but it's uh, just but, yeah. but the fan fiction aspect of it means that the quality of storytelling and artistry varies like wildly and because oh, yeah. it follows the same kind of ideology that japanese manga do or like the a lot of times it's written and drawn by the same person is that like sometimes the art's better than the story sometimes story's better than the art like it just it it just like it's crazy how that happens a hundred percent agreed i mean people rag on the guy who makes bleach for being one of the most talented artists in the field and like makes <laughs> shit stories <laughs> <laughs> though i love bleach i'll be his first i'll be taro kubo's first uh, biggest defender defense yeah. over here yeah percent 
but listen, if you watch some of the breakdowns of like, why did he do this? And I'm like, ah, it didn't make a lot of sense. So unordinary. I fell upon Webtoons because I love Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. I used to be on Kickstarter more, but I still drop in every. I mean, I literally got uh, this yesterday or like Ooh, last week from Kickstarter. It's a D and D book. Oh, it, okay. No, it's just a D and D book where it's like 17 different taverns. That you can find. And each tavern has like uh, a board of uh, jobs and who the innkeeper is and the etymology of the tavern and where it came from and like menus from the tavern wow, and like that's just these cool. like really cool thought out. Yeah. And it came with all yeah. the maps for each tavern. Very cool. Very excited to implement that in a game. But I, I check out Kickstarter all the time. And one day I was checking it out and it told me, hey, Nick, you should you should buy this comic book called Let's Play. And I was like, what's that? And I looked at it. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck this is. What is it? And then I was like, oh, it's on this weird site. Okay, I'll check it out. And I read the first issue. And I was like, this is dumb. And I went away. And then Kickstarter recommended me again. And so I was like, okay, let me read more than just the first chapter. And then I was like, wow, I'm obsessed. I got obsessed. I read caught all the way up with Let's Play. And then I was like, what else is out there? And then that day happened to be the day that I Love You and Ordinary were number two and number three on the charts with let's play oh wow and i read those and those are the three that i read now every week every week when they come out i read i love you i read let's play and i read unordinary so much so that since i've caught up i spend you know five bucks a week or whatever it is or every two weeks i would say maybe five bucks every two weeks no every like no like every month i spend about five bucks Uh on the coins to be three chapters ahead in all three of those series oh wow here's the thing your your critique of webtoons is one I also have because since that day when I found those three, yeah, I have yet to find another one except Batman, except the Batman one. Yeah, Wayne Family is a fantastic. But that one's comic. a little different because it has DC backing behind it. One hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. But. But I have yet to find another one that I, I I read it I read like for like a minute and I'm like this is dumb yeah or like I don't like the art or it's so hard to find one you know. Like yeah. I keep meaning to read Lore Olympus because it's supposed to be number one, mm-hmm. but I just don't get to it. It's the, some for some reason, even for me, the barrier of entry for webtoons is tough. Just like coming into it when there's so many chapters, or coming in because it's so new and you don't know if it's gonna have like the longevity. Yeah. So you know, I'll be the first to say there's a lot of bullshit on webtoons. There is a lot but of I bullshit also will and say, popular bullshit too. Super popular bullshit. Yeah, hundred percent. But I will say, I read those three comics every week. Yeah. And Unordinary was the one that I thought would be the most fun to talk about because it has so many things in common with so many things we've done on the podcast. Because I would say it's like a Marvel's version of Riverdale or like an X-Man in a Riverdale-y kind of place. And mm-hmm. we've done Riverdale. We've done comic book stuff. Uh, I know you like that kind of stuff. I know you like tongue-in-cheeky, mm-hmm. uh, like cliche-y, tropey mm-hmm. teen stuff. Sometimes a little ironically, but yeah. you know, you're still like at least are able to laugh about it. And then superhero stuff. I Love You is straight romance. Uh, it's fun. It's good. And Let's Play is also straight romance. <laughs> so it's also fun. But that one takes place where it follows a game developer while she's trying to make her game. Uh, okay. And and that one's premise is really cool because a YouTuber, a la a Markiplier or someone, mm-hmm. reviews her game, plays it wrong because he sucks, and they completely tear apart her indie game. Oh. Uh, and, and she moves into the apartment upstairs from her. Got it. That's hilarious. I will say I'm on the home page for Webtoon right now, and Uh it looks like a lot of romance. 
It looks it like there's a lot your, of romance Your here. critique of fan fiction is very, very accurate. Mm-hmm. I would say it's one step up just because there's pictures, but a lot <laughs> of the stuff on here is like, huh. Yeah. Let me write my fan fiction. In a lot of the early, like, sort of, like, Tumblr days or days of, like, web comics, like, these these have always been around. Like, people have been making their own web comics. I mean, I read one that had all of the Cartoon Network characters, and it was just, like, a shared universe that they were all in, and it was, like, kind of mature. And I used to love reading that. I read it every week. Yeah, I used to read one before Webtoons Days called JL8. That was all the Justice League as like eight-year-olds. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I used to love that comic. Yeah, so I'm in the same boat as you. During the Tumblr days, you would find them through Mm -hmm. Tumblr. Yeah, 100%. Um, so I, but I do like, just to talk about Webtoons, since we're talking about I do like the platform. I think the format is good. I think the app is good. You know, if you want to read more stuff, it's there. It's easily accessible. Their rating of, of how how you have to pay for stuff is pretty reasonable. You know, like most of the stuff is free. Like you can read hours and hours and hours of stuff for free. That's true. I, I didn't have to pay for anything reading this, which is yeah. good. But I will say, what? how does the payment work? Can you, is, can you keep it free forever? Or do you have to pay once you reach a certain point? If it's an ongoing series, you can read all the way up to the three latest chapters. Uh, okay. And then the next week, that three chapters will move up and you'll get a new chapter. And every week you get a new Got chapter. It. And if it's an old yeah. series, you have to pay just to read the whole thing? I think so. Okay. I think it's the way it works is you get a certain amount free a day. God, like five yes. Or that was it. Three was or it. something. Bastard was yeah. like that. I remember. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You get to read three chapters. For, you get to read the first 20 chapters for free and then three chapters a day for free. Yeah. Unless you'd like to pay. Yeah. Which reasonable enough. Mm-hmm. You know, fair enough. You got to make money somehow. It is still a business. Yeah. So, Marcus, walk me through it. I challenge you to read this webcomic. <sighs> you have the most busiest time in your life right now. Yeah. Owning a house and I yep. made you read a whole goddamn comic. Yep. And here you are reading. Walk me through it. It's been What'd funny, you think? the process of having to read something, because I feel like the most free time I've had is on the bus or on the train. Yep. And I can't always get a seat. So it's like if I didn't get a seat. It's too crowded and I can't like hold my phone anywhere, really. Yeah, I'm trying to like trying to do this. So it was like a gamble because it's like if I didn't get a seat on the bus, I couldn't do the challenge. <laughs> Which is such a weird predicament to be in, where it's like I desperately need a seat. I have to get to the bus early. So I can sit down and concentrate to enjoy this comic. A hundred percent. But going into it, I looked at it and the art looks like garbage. And I, I don't mean to be mean to the creator. I like totally appreciate the work that she's put into this. But the art looks like it came right out of those 90s how to draw anime books that were made in America that were like, draw big eyes and purple hair. And there you go. Now you've drawn an anime character. They're so generic. I will say the art definitely gets better as she goes. For sure. She definitely figures out her style and how she wants to do things. Mm -hmm. I will say there are, it is simple. I will say there are some action beats that she does get really well. Like I do like some of her action beats. I think action, like the action, I'm never confused Mm -hmm. at what happens. Okay, And there's a lot of action in this comic as people are 
fighting and there's yeah. powers going around. Like her read of those things, she gets it. You know, yeah. I, but I would agree with you. She's not like she's not a uh, 10 out of 10 in terms of art, but she always conveys her story. Well, I think there's something special. And I think you would agree with me when I'm when a manga man, manhwa artist, the fact that they're making the story and making the art, there's like this non barrier of disconnect where I've yeah. read comics where the artist and the writer, you can tell the writer sent him something and the panels look like just like people talking, yeah. you know, like there's, there's just like this weird disconnect. Yeah, happening. there are there are interesting things that happens there's pros and cons to having a separate writer and a separate artist and a separate and just them being the same person i feel like with them being separate sometimes you get the writer will get an idea from the artist the artist will be inspired by the writing and then something cool will happen but like you said there's also the potential for a disconnect there but when it's the a single person doing it i feel like you are getting an unfiltered version of their like what they want to say of their vision when i was trying to talk to darren about this because like when anime gets made or when manga gets made because it's like one person with assistance helping them it is like it is just their unfiltered vision of what they wanted to do and so a lot of times you get like their beliefs bleed through so strongly through the medium in ways that i feel like don't always work out in american comic books or American yeah, and that's, TV shows or whatever. And I love that you said that because I've never described it that way, but I have described the thing where when you're reading an and watching an anime or reading a manga where it just feels different. Mm-hmm. It feels almost unfiltered. Sometimes it even feels a little chaotic yeah. in a way. And that's because it's all coming from one dude's like thing. And the yeah. editor is saying, hey, how about change this? And then being like, fuck you. I yeah. <laughs> do what I want. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm there the number are... one manga creator in the world. So yeah. I'm gonna do what I want. hundred <laughs> percent. There are editors, but like you I've I've after in watching some like documentaries about mangaka they were like talking about how like sometimes they just end up working with their friends and they're like, no, they're not going to say anything or like they know when to call me out on certain things. But it's not like they're yeah. making dramatic sweeping changes because the corporation wants something different, you know? Yeah. And, and that and that and those things have happened sure. on comic books. Yeah. Like if you take Chris Claremont, Chris Claremont wrote the X-Men for like 10 years. Mm-hmm. And when you went to the New Mutants X-Men era of his writing, you knew it was his comics. Yeah. He had like full reign to do the stories he wanted to do and that's when x-men would like play baseball and go to the mall and like do all these things that we know as x-men being like classic things yeah it was all because of that dude yeah and he it was his like unbridled like mind that yeah. really like pulled in the giant size x-men into the forefront yeah and it's a shame that what happened because he got pushed to the side for the like the hot talent but it's interesting um, but too, that does happen true. sometimes because in like movies like sometimes the director will get all the credit and it's like they didn't write this shit like they didn't write the movie you know like they yeah. they definitely like were able to portray the vision and add their style it wasn't their to vision, it right but yeah. exactly it wasn't their vision to begin with they're executors yeah exactly and there's so many other people at play and stuff like that that everyone kind of gets their hand in a pie and you can end up with a movie that is entirely different than was originally intended because of all the people that are involved yeah but sometimes, you know, like just take West Side Story, right? Like that movie looked like that movie because of Steven Spielberg. He is Steven Spielberg, right? Sure. Or Edgar Wright. He but, writes all his own stuff. Yeah, you know? but it looked so, like that movie, but it wasn't Steven Spielberg's story to tell. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a hundred percent. So yeah. It's it's interesting. So, Marcus, stop avoiding the subject. Get me into it. Unordinary. They fight about a cake. Here we go. 
Um, issue one. Let's go. Issue what do you one. Think? What I'm do you opening think? them as we're going about that because I don't remember issue one. I feel like the whole thing's kind of the only reason I remember other. issue one is because it's the prologue has Arlo and Remy fighting over a cake. And that has uh, nothing okay, to yeah. do with like the comic. It was like the concept to like start yeah. to get into the world. These you don't even need John or Seraphine in the prologue. Yeah. Immediately, yeah. too, I feel like you're introduced to the characters and you're like, okay, there's this character, John, who mm-hmm. seems scared of what's going on. And also there's these other kids that seem to have superpowers. And then you quickly learn that John doesn't have superpowers and he avoids a fight between two characters and then runs into a character beating up another character. And then he decides to go and help that character out and save him. So where are you at as you're reading this? Are you like fucking Meyer ripoff? This is a piece of shit. Like, what are you where are you at? Like, (laughs) what are you thinking? so, So I was like, okay, is this My Hero Academia? How much like My Hero Academia is this going to be? He calls him a cripple. And I was like, okay, so I guess he doesn't have powers or something like that. He's quirkless. Yeah, he's quirkless like Midoriya. And then they fight, but he's able to handle his himself, which is more than you can say about Midoriya because Midoriya. No, no that's not no. true. In the first couple, he runs into danger and that's why he gets All Might's power. So it's the same I mean, kind of thing. Run. Like he's different. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's like this kid is different. Like, even though he's he's powerless, he's in this world where people have powers and he's still able to defend himself. No one's scared of him, but he's able to defend himself, which is admirable. And immediately I was kind of like, I like this premise, but (laughs) like my hero academia, like we complained about in the ranking of Kings episodes, where like a lot of stuff like this starts off cool and interesting. And then it's almost as if they don't believe in the material or like, I don't know what, but they don't let you have that. They don't let that just be it and then play with that. They have to give the character an ability that makes them the most powerful. Like every time you have a character start from being weak, it always end up being the most powerful. And the same thing happens here much later on. Sure. To be fair, though, you can tell and I really could tell this time rereading it is that was always the intention. Yes. The intention for his character is always for this backstory. Like you can see it sprinkled. And I saw way more now that I reread it. Yeah. But but I don't agree with you. I I don't disagree with you. You're you're right. This is something we've seen. Here's the thing about I think it was the intention for sure. But I do think that uh, it, it kind of like it's just it's not the writer's fault, but it is annoying to see again. Uh, sure, I agree with you. I think I think the biggest criticism for an ordinary I could even give myself who someone who loves it is like I don't think anything in it is changing the wheel. Like I, I it's people superpowered people in high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're hiding. They're gonna get better. I, I I don't think any of that's like super like original or anything. The yeah. reason I love it though is because of the the same reason why. I really like my hero, yeah. you know, or something like a Riverdale at the beginning uh, or, or the reason I love Teen Titans. Right. Or the reason I love Young Justice or, uh, you know, any of those kinds of things. It's because it's not the premise that gets me like I think the pre- I think cool premises are cool. I'm all about like reinventing the wheel, but I don't need it to happen every time. Sure. For me. The minutia of the everyday of of like set your premise, set up your stakes, and then I just want to see people living in it. I yeah. just like really want to see people like w- like 
oh, the premise is everyone has powers and that's it. That's yeah. the premise, right? It, it, we've seen it a million times. But like, that's why I love X-Men. That's why mm-hmm. I love Teen Titans. Because not because they're superheroes. It's because of them as people. Like, what are you doing with that circumstance? Yeah. Like, the just the lives happening of them yeah. is, is why this, I think I gravitated so strongly towards it. And why I'm still like loving it now when I've been reading it for years. This yeah. comic came out in 2016. Mm-hmm. Started. I didn't realize it started that long ago. I jumped on the bandwagon, you know, three or four years late. Oh, wow. Know? But I've been reading the comic for like two years. I Googled it because I was like, I wonder yeah. how long this has been out. Like when come in compared to My Hero Academia when this came out. And this came out yeah. two years after My Hero Academia from That's right. Googling. Yep. Uh, I feel like my enjoyment of this comic book just like was like a wave. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like in the beginning I was like annoyed by the art. And I was kind of annoyed yeah. by like the initial premise, but then it grew on me. I was like, I like that this that John can take care of himself. I like that yeah. every character he meets, he's able to hold his own against. And then he enters any of the situations kind of like fearlessly and he yeah. sticks up for people and he's really like an admirable character. And I like that they, you know, they introduce his friend and he has this this woman who he's like really close you with. Serafina? Yeah, Serafina. And she's the most powerful person in school. And so immediately like, OK, what's that story? How did that happen? This like guy who's a cripple or like yeah. they call cripple. And in classic faction, they flash back to it. You see it all. And you see it eventually. Yeah, yeah. But like it's like, oh, how did they become friends? And I like when stories do that, like when stories have a setup that leads you to having questions about oh, sure. what's when you start going in the on. middle. Right. Yeah. 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 Because that's where the interesting things happen in the middle and the end. You like the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like if this started from day one, him walking in, that's not as interesting starting on day uh, 107. And then show me one when I see like why it's important. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And then you get to see their interactions. It's really cute. And it's not necessarily romantic either, which I thought was kind of yeah. nice. Yeah. Because yeah. they're just they're Agreed. friends and it could turn romantic like easily if the writer chose 100%. to do that. But that's not and where we it is right bat now. And we eyelash. A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but it's like super founded in like friendship. Like, yeah. Like, like, like this. It's so funny because especially when if we talk about the flashback, I, I one reason I love their friendship is because it's so grounded in a respect for each other mm-hmm. because yeah. it started with such disrespect. For each yes, other. <laughs> they hated each other. And then he kind of forced himself on her in a friendship way and was like, we're going to be friends. We're going to be friends. We're going to go do this. Let's celebrate. And she was like, why would we celebrate an A minus? That worked one time. Why not work again later with Arlo? But we'll get there. (laughs) we'll get there. this idiot john's an idiot i also <laughs> like my this it just was a way for me man because sometimes yeah. I, I like i like the story i like what they're going on what's going on and then you deal and with you like want to like, know right i think something it yeah. does good is like and you, then, you do want to know what the next thing know is what the next thing and then arlo yeah. not arlo comes along but like john you find out he has powers and that whole thing happens i'm like ugh, i hate that that happened and then on top of that john starts to suck right so like john you find out that john is kind of also a piece of shit who like yeah isn't able to defend anybody and that he like in his past he was the king of his old high school which king by the way is like the most powerful person in the school so he was the king of his old high school and then he beat the shit out of everyone so much so (laughs) that he had to be taken away by the police and sent to like a facility to kind of like yeah. be reprogrammed back into society. Well, now that you're talking about that, I, I would love to talk more about this idea. We got this uh, question from Reddit to discuss the idea of a social hierarchy. 
you know, social sure. Darwinism being, being used as a method of societal control in the world of an ordinary. Now it's a metaphor for like real life. So like the this concept you're talking about, but king, queen, Jack mm-hmm. is like the social hierarchy of the school. Yes. Their school is a, a school filled with mostly high and mid tiers, mm-hmm. not a lot of low tiers. It's like a prestigious school. Yeah. Um, I think I, I think a lot of stories like fall apart when it comes to world building. World building is fucking hard. You know, yeah, and I, sure. I don't want to say this one like breaks the that breaks the bank and everything with how like much world building they're doing. But it, since it's dealing with things we already know, I feel like the groundwork is already yeah. there. People have powers. We know what that's like. Yeah. But here everyone has powers. So everything's a little different. Yeah. You know, with this hierarchy of the world. What do you think of this? Like the as writer, this backdrop I of have the story. So many things to say. The writer <laughs> was very intelligent with the way she wrote it. She like started the story showing you how the world works, but only through the lens of this school not showing you anything else and then when she was ready as a writer i felt like then she started adding outside factors into the story yeah which is so smart to do it'd be like to pace yourself and know that like i am not ready to introduce everything all at once and that maybe i know what i want in the grand scheme of the story but i don't necessarily know how i'm going to show that yet so let me focus on this small intimate setting and then expand later on. Because I'm on I feel episode... like that's what Full Metal Alchemist does, right? Oh, like Full yeah. Metal Alchemist starts with the boys. And then in Brotherhood, you really see it ends up being like a worldwide thing. Sure, yeah. But it starts with just the boys. Kind of yeah, same yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, but go ahead. You're um, on the what? I'm on a chapter like 108, 110, something like that. And it's like, you're just now seeing the outside world. <laughs> you know, with Remy and her brother passing. Yeah. And Ember and what's happening there. Exactly. And, and, and you're exactly right with your critique because you your estimation of once from here is things do get bigger too. Like you start to see a little more about mm-hmm. the police and a little more about Ember. And yeah. A little more about these things and a little more about the way the world works and a little more. And yeah. even where we are right now, I still don't have all the answers to what Ember is and what happened to Serafina and why it happened. Um, but there's still, it's starting to, yeah. and it's funny because the characters are starting to figure it out. Serafina, Remy, Blake, Eisen, mm-hmm. John, Arlo, they're all learning slowly as they are in the chapters you read, but even more so of them learning more about Ember and the outside world and authorities. And yeah. as they learn is when we learn, which I love that kind of storytelling, right? It's true. It's, yeah. it's like Naruto storytelling. Naruto, Naruto storytelling doesn't tell you shit until Naruto <laughs> d- knows about it. Until our main characters yeah. know, until, no, honestly, now that I said that, I think specifically Naruto. I think that might be right. I, I don't think you know shit in that story until Naruto, until Naruto finds out about it. You don't know about Kakashi and his backstory. Yeah. You don't know about yeah, yeah. fucking Akatsuki. That's you don't true. know about fucking Naruto. She has you barely know about yeah. anything until Team Seven finds out about it. Yeah, and, and then it's like, you learn about it too. The author knew his dad was the fourth Hokage from day one. Uh huh. And didn't from tell day you. <laughs> one, he knew, and they just didn't tell you for two hundred issues. Yeah, because he felt like it. Yeah. Because Naruto didn't know. Yeah. You know? That's true. So it's the same kind of thing. It's it's frustrating storyline sometimes, but it is good. I like it. But also back to the sort of like uh, social Darwinism, stuff like that. I like that it's a critique on that in modern day society and that this is kind of like the communist manifesto. Like the book is like not being subtle about like the anti-capitalist. 
the book in the book is totally like exactly a yeah. yeah and it's like as yeah. people it's so funny it's like a metaphor for it because like as people are reading this book they're being enlightened and exposed to the new ideas of like oh wait maybe i shouldn't be a fucking asshole and keep all of my power or wealth for myself and maybe i should share it with those less fortunate than me yeah it's very funny it's not subtle at all i'm like yeah let's go yeah 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 and it's, it is also really funny how their manifesto the thing causing this is a is a superhero comic something we mm-hmm. read every day that yeah you know but in a world that action comics number one never came out we might not be there this might not none of this might have happened right yeah you know this is their action comics number one it's the birth and it's so funny because immediately after it comes out banned 100 banned everyone that reads it needs to be like conditioned to forget about it yeah wild yeah remember the red scare in america just it's this is it that is what this is it's so funny it's so good and and the question i really have though is like what's john's dad still writing why does he still have a job i feel like the the fact that they haven't killed him is weird yeah like he's still like working on publishing stuff i I feel like there's something going on there right like there has to be more like sure he can't just be writing another book he can't have just been allowed he he must be part of the resistance yeah or like or something right yeah i don't know how much the writer has planned for the future stuff because i feel like sometimes she'll write something and then be like ah i have to explain that at some point or like that's a weird thing that i have to kind of come back to later once i figured it out so it is interesting to see someone write that way i think it's in between the two i think she's definitely writing as she goes Mm -hmm. but she definitely has like a wall of post-its yeah (laughs) for sure yes but she doesn't i don't think she has a bible of it all no, worked no, out no, already no, no, like no, some no. people do no but i, I think there's a wall of post-its yeah she's not she's not like uh oda from one piece of like i have everything planned out from like the first moment and like i will hint to things ten thousand years later uh in yeah. chapter one you know but yeah. she, i think she has a plan and she's like filling in the gaps as she's executing the plan i think so too so let's talk. There's so many things to talk about, but let's mm-hmm. just go through the plot a little more because you kind of hint at it and I okay. want more of your discussion on it. So we meet John. He's a cripple. You find out he did a lot of bad shit at his old middle school. He became the king there and he was a fucking shitty, shitty person. Yeah, he just because he started off with no power. Then he found out he had power. So then he like went to shit on everybody. <laughs> yeah. So we <laughs> find out control it apart. And like, then there's a little bit of mystery to it, too. Right. Because we find oh, yeah, out yeah, that yeah. like he didn't have powers. And then when he was older, he got. Powers. Yeah, that's all, you know, yet. But Which I know how it happens I know. too. So like, yeah. Right now, I'm just discovering that there's like a boost thing that they that people like are able to enhance their powers. So maybe those two oh, things are that. tied together. No, they're not. Oh, okay. Well, then that would have been cool if they were. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. The way it happens, I think, is better. I, okay, I, I, I really like. It. I think you should be excited to find out how that all happens. Yeah. And the backstory, um, you get more of that green-haired girl and the yellow-haired. Yes. Kid. Okay. You get all that. You get all that. Okay, like cool. a full on backstory flashback of all that. That's good then. But the point that I want really want to hear is from you is because you start with this character who's super like he's like a super likable guy. He's the kind of manga anime protagonist we like. He's like he's like, I don't give a shit. I'm going to protect people even though mm-hmm. I suck. Like, yeah. boom, boom, boom. For sure. Like, here I am. I'm a nice person because I'm supposed to be. Then, ooh, mystery. And that's interesting. And it's like what whether you like that he has powers or don't like having powers, regardless, Uruchan starts making him a fucking 
asshole. Yes. And yes. that's about where you're getting to. You you just hit like the like the peak. So what were you thinking when John was being John and tried to, to befriend Arlo and Arlo completely betrays him and he catalysts everything that happens from there with John? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like John has he has issues. Tell me he, what happened. He has trauma, right? Like from his he was betrayed by his friends in his old high school. He beat the shit out of everyone. And then everyone, everyone, <laughs> even like people not involved. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. And then he got transferred to this school. And so he's pretending in this school to not have powers, which is fine and dandy. But once it's kind of like Arlo, he tries to befriend Arlo and Arlo is the, the king, king of the school. And he believes yeah. that it is the like stronger people's job to keep everyone below them in line. Yeah. And that he strongly believes in this caste system. And he takes John to an area and beats the shit out of him. And John Ooh. is like, I don't know, like in danger. And not even just that, like he pretends to be his friend. Yes. He sabotages his phone getting cracked so he can't talk to Serafina. Yeah. He does it when Serafina's away. Yeah. It's like very long calculated plan uh -huh. to destroy who John is at yes. his core. And John gets pissed because it's is again happening to him and then yeah. he goes ape shit and beats the shit out of arlo and the two members that arlo brought with him you you might not love that he got powers but you gotta tell me that was fucking cool <sighs> i don't come know come on I, I liked it but we it find just, out his power his power is was to copy all, the all powers. their powers that's his, so, his that's power. so stupid that is his, such probably, a his power out. is to copy a power and make it more powerful like he could do things with their powers they couldn't do it's a annoying it's the worst power <laughs> like i love in writing i loved it when people are able to think themselves out of a situation when a character is has a shitty power oh and yeah. is able to be like creative with it and that's why it's good i love that too yeah like uh like luffy from one piece like his power yeah. is to, he stretches that's it yeah you know but he makes it cool yeah. and interesting midori at the beginning because he has to fucking break his hands and shit yeah he has to figure out how to fucking do shit before yeah. He totally became agree. OP. That's not John. John's OP. John's like a level John's 10 out of 10. OP He's a guy. From the beginning. He's John's the best. Guy. He's the best there ever is and the best there ever was. He can copy everyone's powers and he can use them better and make immediately. Better. Yeah. God, yeah. That, I hated that. I that was the lowest point. This point right here was the lowest point in the whole thing for me. No. Oh, 100%. Shame. 100%. Shame, shame. It annoyed See, for me, me so much. For me, it it was it was almost different because because like the the ultra powerful people the one punch mans and the goku that happened uh -huh. and like the things we watch <laughs> after that like i don't know if john's the good guy or the bad guy though <laughs> that's like, yeah that's, that's fair. like what i'm like oh sh i don't know what's happening that is I don't the fucking only know. thing that has redeemed this is that like and he's a like, god but one, is he did they well, unleash the bad god yeah yeah one punch man is a parody of that yeah. thing so like uh but like goku yeah for sure is a good example where like yeah, yeah. goku shows up and he's like i am strong oh wait you're stronger than me hold on let me scream into the sky for 10 minutes and now i'm the strongest again great yeah we we did it but john has a flaw right like i think that when you make the most powerful coolest awesome person it i immediately hate that writing because there are no flaws and then the character one becomes unrelatable and two becomes someone who you don't get to watch grow or change and so then the journey that is supposed to be you know like this 
then it becomes flat and I don't care anymore. And then like my investment drops. I get that. I get John to have this big flaw where he's an asshole and that his powers are tied to this identity that he doesn't want to be a part of. It's interesting because he is a part of this caste system. He could be at the top, but he's denying it because he doesn't believe in the caste system that's in place right now. And so he needs to the the lesson I'm assuming he's going to learn is that he needs to use his powers and his position and his privilege and status or whatever to help other people. And he's not there yet. So at least there's room for him to grow and learn. Marcus. I uh, I wish you had nothing else to do so you could have caught up so I could have told you how <laughs> the rest of the story goes because honestly I think you're really going to dig it because it's uh it's I don't it's not exactly what you said Fair. <laughs> it's what's going to happen sure and you know may, and maybe one day we will yeah. get to that golden place I, I think but one I will day. tell you I think it's a journey I uh, but, but I do think I, what you just said would make this bad, right? If like when you read up to one ten, if what you said happened in the next thirty issues, and then oh, no, we're just like, yeah, that has to be the jump. end or like something. Yeah. Well, oh I, yeah. Well, this this story yeah, yeah. is like it feels like it's like the it feels like it's like two thirds done, maybe okay. at two fifty now. Okay. You know? So it's yeah, fucking yeah. it's going. It's we're still fucking in it. But I think that know? it's interesting too because like I don't think it necessarily be bad if that happened in the next few chapters because then you can explore other things. Like you move on. Like yeah. the character's not done growing because he learned that lesson. Yeah. Well, 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 Marcus, do you think, do you think you like, I mean, you just had of what you think might happen, what you would assume would happen. So do you think you have a handle on what do you think is going to happen next in this story? Uh, and say, furthermore, would no. you be able to discern the difference between that and what maybe someone else might want out of this story? No. Yes, I can do that. Well, you're about to find out. Roll the clip. <laughs> We're playing a game. <laughs> Now try this trivia. Now try this trivia. Now trivia. Now trivia. Now trivia this. And we're back. Marcus, we are playing a game called Fan Fact or Fan Fiction. Oh my god. <laughs> I have here three uh three things. Okay. It's gonna be short, and if we have more time, we'll do something else sure. after. But I have here three statements I'm gonna make. Okay. And you have to tell me whether they are a premise from a fan fiction. Okay. Or something that's going to occur later in this story. Okay. An unordinary fan fiction or a separate fan fiction? Unordinary. Wow. Are, the, the ones that are fan fictions are unordinary fan fictions. Wow. <laughs> yeah, the okay. fan fiction of a fan fiction from a fan fiction. So I know very it's meta. so weird. <laughs> Yeah. Now, number one, this whole time, John has actually had a secret girlfriend. That has to be fan fiction. That can't be fan fact. Are you sure? You don't think that's something that would pull out? These these webtoons are fan fictions. I know. This that's why happen. it's so hard. Because they're written like fan fiction. And they read yeah. like fan fiction. So, like, totally that could happen. And it could be the girl Uchan with the green this hair. This whole time has everyone shipped. Serafina and John just to pull uh, it out from under them. I'm going to say it's John's fan fiction. S- snacking it is a fan fiction. Good yeah. job. That's one point. Nice. And here is an excerpt from the fan fiction. Ooh. This comes from Roxy639 on Wattpad called John's Girlfriend. And this is from Adira's point of view. <laughs> the date went by without a cinch. We talked and hung out. He talked to me about what happened with a guy named Arlo, who is currently the king of his school. He oh. looked so mad while talking about it, too. I was just surprised there wasn't any trouble today. He seemed fairly calm as well. I spoke too soon. Hey there, John. 
who's your friend here? I sigh and walk closer to the annoying boy glaring at him. (laughs) I have no interest in people like you, so please leave us alone or I'll have to make you, I say. If you're hanging out with a cripple like him, you can't be that. I placed two fingers on his forehead and activated my ability. And before he knew it, he was on his knees in front of me. Saliva was coming out of his mouth and I smirk. And this is Adira, John's secret girlfriend. Yay! So she wrote a fan fiction about herself being John's secret girlfriend? (laughs) No, her name's Roxy. Oh, okay. And the character in the story is Adira. Is that a character that we ever meet in Unordinary? I've never met a girl named Adira. Okay, so then then it's a fan fiction about herself. Falling in no, love with Marcus, John. I don't think you heard me. Her <laughs> name's Roxy. The character. No, I wrote Adira. a fan fiction like this once also about Sonic the Hedgehog meeting a, a Marcluse. <laughs> what did Marcluse and Sonic do? They fucked hard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Marcus, number two. A transfer named Leah, who is a mid tier, runs into Arlo one too many times and she starts to develop a crush. Uh, so. A mid-tier runs into Arlo too many times and gets a crush, has a crush. And there's a back and forth between the two. I could see that happening. Will they, won't they? Yeah, I see. I could see that happening. Sure. Let's say. Oh, Margaret, you're wrong. It's a fan fiction called Shatter by him. Hi, my name is Born. (laughs) I got that. And here is some, an expert from chapter 24 from Leah's point of view. Okay. (laughs) I like you. These words felt so simple as they left my mouth. It just felt so right to say. But Arlo and I both know it's not that easy. The delicate moment slowly sipped away as the weight of my words began to sink in. I kept my eyes desperately on his, fa- on his for any hint of a reaction, but he looked away, taking his hand away from my face and leaving me with a sinking stomach. I know. Oh, the words meaning sunk in. Oh, I repeated for the second time, but this one came out as a whisper. Yeah. I stood there blinking a few times to make sense of what was going on right now. I have a crush on Arlo. I confessed. He knew. Okay, so what now? Arlo? His eyes flickered back to me, to mine. Yeah, I like you. We were staring at each other now, not looking at each other. Staring. I said I know. I said I like you. Leah, I'm telling you that I know. And if you want to find out what happens between Arlo and Leah, wow. you gotta go download Wattpad. Wow, what it, that honestly, I think that writing was a little better than on the ordinary. <laughs> Rude. 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 Marcus, there's one left. Okay. And this one is even though John and Serafina are the ship everyone wants, it's Remy and John that start a romantic connection. Remy and John. Electric girl. Interesting. I could see that happening. I can see that happening because, uh, you know, her brother died. She's into the superhero thing. She'd probably be super into the unordinary thing. Let's say fan fiction. Ding, ding, ding. You are right. Okay. This comes from a fan fiction called Always, parentheses, oh. John X Remy by Orange Juice 457. Hell yeah. Sentient <laughs> and Orange here Juice. Is, Hell yeah. Write that fan fiction. Here is an expert from chapter 13. Once the dinner was over, people left until it was just me and John. Well, this was a great idea, I said to John. Couldn't have done it without you, he said. I blushed. No, you could have. You're that good, I said to him in a flirty tone. John shook his head. Not without my awesome girlfriend, he said, returning my flirt. Oh, Oh, stop, I said, getting close to him. Never, he said, wrapping his arms around my waist. I looked up into his golden eyes. 
I love you, I said. I love you too, he said before I kissed him. While kept keeping the kiss intact, I jumped up and wrapped my legs around his torso. We broke the kiss, and I pulled away and removed my shirt by throwing it onto the counter. I ran my hands over John's shirt and pulled it off, throwing it onto the floor. I'm glad we know where all the articles of clothing are. Yeah, I kissed yeah. him again as he walked us to his bedroom. We broke the kiss once we got into his room. John started nibbling at my neck before in kicked in the door to his room closed. Before in kicked in the door. And so that's why you need an editor for your fan fiction. <laughs> that's what it says. That's how it announced the end of the chapter. Yeah, I love it. And that's my oranges four, five, seven. Thank you so much, Marcus. You got two out of three. You win the game, but there's two more points you can get during this game. I Marcus I keep keep explaining because I need to show everyone what John looks like. Because the fact that there is so much fan fiction about John is mind blowing to me. Well, are you gonna Are you gonna pick his gel? Did you read any of the comments after any of the chapters? No, because you didn't have time, right? I did read the comments. I always read the comments and after. All of them were like, "Fix John's hair." Yeah, every <laughs> single one of the comments was like, "John's hair looks stupid." fix it and i'm looking at it now and the fact that there's so many people writing fan fictions about them fucking john is like yeah cr- is blowing my mind marcus there's fan fiction about every fucking asshole in media i know but not like uh, not this guy i'm just, i can't i can't even get a picture up here it's not working what oh really yeah whatever well, anyway the last way to get two more points to see if you win this game marcus is you are going to start to write a fan fiction right now. Okay. Just the very beginning. You can just narrate it. It's fine. Sure. It can help you if you want. Okay. But you're going to start to write a fan fiction. If you, in this fan fiction, get anything right that's going to happen in this comic, you get a point. Oh, wow. No limits really? how many points you get. Mm-hmm. If you get the three points, you win. So let's start Here, to hear. This is, your... I have a picture now of John. This is the John. Good. This is John. This is what he looks like. <laughs> So when we think of the fan fictions and people writing about fucking him, this is what he looks like. Well, you didn't put the like the like dope anime hair, John. Like that's the sexy this one. This is what talking he about. looks like. That's he doesn't look that much different. His hair is different. He's he doesn't a have fucking hair. dweeb. He is a dweeb until you find out he's an asshole. <laughs> okay, let's see. Fan fiction. What is it? What is their school called again? Wellston. Wellston. You open. You. We're in the halls of Wellston. And John is standing there walking down with Serafina and Arlo comes in and is like, hey, man, I hate you. And Arlo and and John is like, man, what? Why do you hate me so much? And Arlo's like, I'm going to tell Serafina your secret. And Serafina's like, what secret? And John gets mad. And so then he throws Arlo out the window because everyone's getting thrown out windows all the time in this thing. <laughs> and there's like, ah, oh. Serafina's like, what does he mean? He's like, don't worry about it. And he smacks her away. So then he runs oh, oh. downstairs to take care of Arlo and he threatens him again for the millionth time because that's their whole thing. And then Arlo's like, and then John's like, what do I have to do, Arlo, so that way you won't tell my secret? And Arlo's like, you're going to have to kiss me. And then they start making out <laughs> hard on the ground. And then uh-huh. and then people start coming like, oh, my God, the kink's making out with the cripple. What the fuck? And then they start like trying to pull them apart because the kissing's getting too hot. And so Arlo makes a barrier around them so no one can get in. And they just start to fuck like hard. They just start taking off each other's clothes and going hard. 
Okay. Uh huh. And this Nick is the catalyst for the class war that we need to change this caste system that they've created. And they see, and oh, then Marcus? news people come and they start filming it. Okay. And it just like goes viral and everyone sees the king and the cripple. And that's the story. That's what the title of this thing's going to be. Okay. And then they just like, it's so passionate and so beautiful. And they like, they're so obviously in love with each other that just, it changes the whole world. They stop, they get rid of the cast system, tears, power levels don't matter anymore. Love is what matters. Marcus. Yep. Did I get it right? Great job. Great. <laughs> Great story. You somehow in that story, uh-huh. I won't tell you how, uh-huh. got one point. Yeah, they fucked. So you win the game, Marcus. Yeah, fan go. fact or fan fiction? Seems like it's a fan fact. Marcus, you are today's winner. Congratulations. Yeah. Very excited. Very excited. I got a Serafina pin somewhere around here. I'll give it to you. Oh, okay. You have a pin? Yeah, I got it in an anime loot crate. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's a weird coincidence. Or did you read it before that or did you read it after that? No, I got it before I read it. Oh, that's pretty cool. And then I read it. And I was like, oh, that's what that pin is. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Marcus, the way I'd like to get back into the story is I would like you to tell me some of your favorite and least favorite powers, displays of powers. We were talking last week about a soft magic system. This is a hard magic system. She explains to you how powers work, mm-hmm. the power levels, the mm-hmm. little graphs. I love little graphs. I fucking I love like little, little power graphs. scale fucking graphs. Talk to I, me about them. I think that the power system doesn't make sense because <laughs> I think that she does a good job of explaining it. There's a whole chapter dedicated to just explaining the powers but i think people's individual powers don't make sense because it's not like my hero academia or or another superhero thing where it's like okay this person has like super speed or this person has like laser hands or whatever the fuck because sometimes people have different strengths like sometimes people have super strength on top of something else yeah so that that part doesn't really make sense to me it feels kind of like loosey-goosey a little bit oh for me for me it makes a lot of sense like arlo arlo can make barriers right yeah i don't think he's super Super strong but like if he, he like seems super strong it, but i think he's using his barrier but like the laser hand guy i think it's like there's like. a couple of moments where like certain characters feel super strong and that strength is not their power so i don't yeah. know where that's coming from i i always assumed it was a part of the power like remy doesn't have a good punch because she her power can't give her a punch but arlo will have a good punch because one i think he's incredibly fit i know arlo, but also i think yeah i think like he'll put a barrier like his power is the only one something. that makes sense to me everyone like Arlo's? it's more the uh, like tertiary characters that i'm like oh sure a if lot you of those have like claws then it, why are you also like flying or like if you have this then why you're also like doing this because they use him to push i i think i think what you're saying is right i think there is an yeah. explanation i don't think uruchan has any interest in like getting into the yeah brain. yeah yeah that's that was the yeah, only like sort of critique of the powers yeah who's do you like who's do you hate i hate john's the most because it's a fucking cop out it's like the mortal Kombat character or something or that one character in every fighting game that's like i can use all the characters powers and you're like i fucking shut up you're wasting a slot i will say that i don't know if it's gonna like redeem john when you find out his backstory Uh about like where his powers came from but i will say there's a little context like i don't think it's just like it's like simple and easy 
like sure. how he does what he does and where it comes from. But like, I understand. I get what you're saying. Yeah. I don't mind it. But I think I think your idea is going to go from like a ten I don't like to like a seven I don't like. Okay. You know what I mean? Fair That's enough. All. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is I good. Might end up... Which I think is enough to get you through the story. <laughs> <laughs> I might like it. I might like it. I could be convinced. I love Blake's. I I really like the fact that all he has is laser hands and he's yes. like doing other shit with them. He yeah. does more too. Like I, as he gets stronger. I like that. I like that the that there's a section of power in this tier list that is like yeah strategy and like mastery of your power like you can have a strong yeah. power but if your mastery of it is low then you're not going to be as high as someone who has a little worse power but their mastery is also higher a hundred percent like if like 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 they explained it with like right like yes. there's another character that also has lasers mm-hmm. but like use it to like get more agile and get yes. more precision and get more strength and boosts behind his kicks and punches yeah and stuff like that as he zips around that makes him super strong mm-hmm. you know and Blake is actually one of my favorite characters because he starts off as like a completely oblivious, like fucking like fucking. Yeah. And, and and I know you're reading it now where he's like starting to deal with Remy and all these superhero yes. things. And he's kind of like, huh, it is kind of shitty that we're so shitty to people. Yep. Hey, John, you want to you want to walk to class? And, if, <laughs> if it, and that would work if he got John like a month ago. Yes. A hundred percent. Or for Arlo or guys. Any other context. Him. Yeah, it would have worked. Yeah. Yeah. Which is which makes it which makes you feel like that good kind of frustrated at watching like a mm-hmm. tv or a movie you're like oh we were so like every time house almost doesn't take drugs you're like no <laughs> you almost didn't do it you know <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah i guess so yeah. it's it's just so disheartening to that. see john be such a piece of shit sometimes <laughs> i know you know I it's know. hard to watch he is you're such like, a piece of shit right now he is powerful so it's not it's so hard too because it's like if he was resentful because he didn't have powers and he was just like yeah. oh i hate how all these people are treating me because i don't have powers but he has powers yeah. so like you're also part of the problem and he needs yeah. to realize but he that. tried to fix it he tried to fix it he didn't try it to just fix didn't work it at all he's just pretending right. he to not to hide have powers it. Yeah. He could use his powers yeah. to protect yeah. people. He could use his powers to help other people. But the writer knows I'm, that, which is why I like yeah. it. I'm pretty sure we're getting there. I think. Yeah. yeah. There, the yeah. writer knows what they're yeah. doing with that. But John doesn't. So John is annoying <laughs> as a character. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I agree with you. It's so interesting because you're like so on John's side. And I made I really wanted you to get to this point because now after you saw what John just started doing. Yeah. With the bag. Yeah. <laughs> This goes. This is a. This is the arc. This is that's the beginning. That's the end of like the season, and yeah. the next season has to do with him doing that, and he is worse. <laughs> he gets worse, ah. and I'm like, for you to like have a character to make us fall in love with them, be on yeah. his side, and then flip so hard. Like if you read the comments, people are like, "What am I supposed to feel?" <laughs> <laughs> and like, people have been upset. Like I, she has, um, I, I don't know how they identify. They didn't, uh, they don't, uh, you see it in the comments and you see like, they've needed like longer breaks between stuff sometimes. Yeah. Because, like, I, I'm sure you imagine people were like, fuck this. This yeah. is my favorite. No, it sucks. But I, you, you know, story as well as I do, you know, so, you know, she's doing it for a reason because yeah. the payload, when this all works, I, I assume so. Maybe mm-hmm. she's going to kill everybody. I mean, maybe. So maybe she'll surprise us. But the payload of where we expect the story to end up is like. It's why One Piece and Naruto it took so, like Naruto sucks for so fucking long. Yeah. Naruto sucks for all of his show and half of Shippuden. We yeah. hate him. We don't know why he's the protagonist. And then that pain fight happens, and it's the best fight in the I fucking like anime. 
I was honestly. You're one of the, the only ones and you know it. I liked him. You know you're the one of the only ones. He was ones. a lonely sad boy. He was so lonely and sad, but he was trying to be happy. He sucked. He was useless. He was always in the way. He could I really do Naruto anything. a lot. I like Naruto. Oh my, <laughs> oh my god. But you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because you know that that's what people said. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Until that moment when that pain fight happens and mm-hmm. you're like, wow, like that payload of dealing with that for so yeah. long made that moment exceptional. Mm-hmm. People cry. I cried during those moments. That fight, people I rewatched cry. it. People cry. I just watched a people reaction. Cried. I watched like, I was, I people, was I number I, one person. Cried. I cried also. People cried. People cried. People cried. People cried. Man, I think that's what uh, they're doing here. So I, mean, I but I hear you. Uh, well, sorry, what's out. your what's your favorite power? <laughs> what's your favorite something power? makes me cry, but be like, I, people cried, people cried. <laughs> I know for a fact people cried. I know for a fact people cried. <laughs> what was my favorite superpower? I think Arlo's is probably my favorite superpower, That's or cool. Sarah Serena, Serafina. What's her name? Serafina or Serafina. Yeah. Hers I feel is like OP. Hers, hers fucking is OP. just time stopping, right? And reversing time. Yeah. Like that's fucked up. Yeah, yeah. It's too powerful. Yeah. She can go super fast. She mm-hmm. can make everyone go super slow. She can rewind her wounds. Yep. It's bullshit. She also has fucking bullshit power. Yeah. OP. Yeah. yeah but yeah. it's funny because we barely saw her use it. Oh, 100%. and then she lost it. She she didn't use so, it and then she lost it. Yeah. So I hope yeah. she gets her power back too. I mean, like it might, she might not. Like I don't know. that could be part of the story, which is interesting. I don't know. I I, will I, say, I don't know. I think that the 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 writing. I think the writer is getting better as she's writing it. I would agree with that. I would agree with that wholeheartedly. So that's why it's kind of been in waves. Because in the beginning, I was like, okay, cool premise. Okay, bad execution. Okay, good execution. I no longer am like that interested in the premise. The I'm annoyed at things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like it's so interesting how it kind of is like ebbing and flowing yeah. more than like other things I would read. Like you are having to experience the growth of the writer because they are a novice because it is sort of fan fiction. They don't have this tenured career behind them. So I know it's just kind of cool. It's like unique to this forum. I agree with that. And I, and I, I like it because of it. Cause mm-hmm. I think the, one of my favorite things is why I like Kickstarter so much is supporting and propping people up. I don't need you to be Van Gogh. I don't need you to be Mark Twain. Yeah. I need you to be you. And if I like it, I'll support you. And that's why mm-hmm. I like Kickstarter. Like yeah. uh, some of the things I, I like this, like this D and D book, like it's probably not perfect. It's probably not exactly what I need to be, but I'm I wanted to support the person for trying and for doing their best. And that's what it feels like. Same with like YouTube channels. I know you watch some shitty YouTube channels. 100%. Like, you know, there are top tier cream of the crop fucking 12 million views. Let's players that we could be watching that everyone says are the best and the funniest. But I know you are like me and you have a couple like low tier people that you've found along the way. You 100%. showed me a girl, a lady that reviews PSP games who's like 87. <laughs> I did. Shout out to her. I did. Yeah, yeah. She's great. And I'm subscribed and I check in every once in a while. Every once in a while like, yeah, you want to see you. the old lady. Like, yeah, I good job. It. Good job, old lady. Yeah. 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 So I know you're in that same boat as me. Um, two things. One, I do want to shout out Severe Albatross on the Reddit who commented on our thing and said one of their something we should discuss is when uh, when John said, bitch, I live here. I love that moment. I came home and I told Darren <laughs> immediately. I was like, really? I was like, this thing is bull. I think at that point I was upset that I was reading it. And yeah. I was like, this whole thing yeah. is bullshit. And I was complaining about like the characters and, and John all of a sudden being the most powerful, badass person ever. But I, and then I yeah. was like, but there's this hilarious moment <laughs> where this woman is like, what are you doing here? And he's like, bitch, I live here. And it was <laughs> so out of left field. 
It was yeah. hilarious. It's honestly my favorite moment of the whole thing. My w- least favorite moment is when John's powers are revealed. My most favorite oh. moment is him saying bitch and live here. I'm so glad I made you read more. I almost told you to read to that point and stop. I'm so glad oh, I would have hated it. I 100% yeah, so would have hated it if you told me to stop reading there. And then I do want to just get your take. Uh, and then we can talk about whatever you want. But I do want to get your take on where we left off. Because I, I would be interested to hear what do you think about Remy and the superhero stuff. But where we left off was John has now been backed into a corner by Arlo and everybody. Uh-huh. He needs things to change because Serafina doesn't have her powers. Yeah. She's being targeted. And honestly, that's the only thing he cares about is Serafina. Yes. So, like the only thing. So much so he's clearly going to be the destructive force behind their friendship because mm-hmm. he's not telling her anything. Exactly. As John's yeah, father yeah, yeah. says. But then he gets a paper bag, puts it on his head, and almost kills Zeke. Yeah. And you can tell, and you're like, and then almost kills more people. I don't know. How, no, I think that's the only thing. No, the only one I Zeke. saw was Zeke. But yeah, I'm looking at a For sure. A but you get the you see. get yeah. you get the implication that this this is going to be a thing now. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and they so. refer to him as, and I, this is the only spoiler I'll tell you, because during the sex course, they refer to him, because no one knows who it is, as the Joker. Joker. Fair. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. they kind of uh, for, uh, foreshadowed earlier Foreshadow. during the, yeah, the Texas, Texas Hold'em Hold game. Yeah. Um, Texas with an I <laughs> instead yeah. of an A. Yeah. I like that. I love I love when Webtoons and fanfics just change adjacent yep. things. Yep. I'm yep. like, yep. yeah, you go. It's funny. Yep. So what do you think about this? This where we are? What's going John's journey? I think it's a good parallel to what's going on with Remy and the other characters where she is trying to figure out what ha- what happened with the death of her brother. And she believes Ember's behind it. And she also believes Ember is tied to the government and like the no. police and stuff like that. And that they're secretly trying to kill superheroes for trying to go against the status quo, which is also really interesting. So I like that. And then they have her, even though she's kind of like believed in the caste system earlier in her life, but her brother really like helped her change her ways and everything like that she's going about it the right way like she's discovering like the the unordered the message behind unordering what it means to protect others what it means to help others and she wants to become a superhero i like that but then john is like slowly becoming a supervillain like he's putting on the mask and he's beating the shit out of people is this a super is he gonna be the first the 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 the, so the comic starts as here's john maybe he becomes this world's first superhero and it changes into maybe here's john maybe he comes this world's first supervillain yeah yeah that's true which is interesting and i like that i don't want to see him kind of become a a villain because that would suck but i understand it's more complicated it's it's more as complicated as you think it would be yeah yeah, because it's a high school drama (laughs) yeah that's true it's river but that being said i feel like manwa as a media is interesting because they have less people filtering all of the messages that a lot of times they're able to just subvert things in really interesting ways like there was there's a manwa i forgot what it's called but i i want to read it where this hero comes back he he was isekai'd into another world and then he comes yeah. back here and he starts being bullied everyone fucking hates him he's like cuz he left no well just he's she's a regular person again and he he's like fed oh. up cuz he was like a ultra badass like like everyone in an isekai and then oh so then he was a superior in the isekai world yes and now he's back in his regular he's, world he is you he's you uh-huh. you get isekai you I become a superhero world, and you come i back. become superhero i become the best like knight ever op i stop the demon lord whatever 
I get yeah. come I come back because I did my mission. I'm just a regular guy again. So then oh. he's like, fuck this place. And he summons his isekai powers to the real world and becomes a supervillain, starts fucking murdering everybody. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. So that's the premise of it. So like the main character, like you think he's the main character for a while, and then he's no longer the main character, he's the main villain. And then you follow the main character who is like trying to stop him wow mm -hmm. cool yeah so you just get more interesting premises like that because you're not tied yeah. to like okay i have to stay true to who superman is okay i have to stay true to who the fandom is for this thing you're the creator yeah. from the beginning to the end which is kind of cool yeah i feel like that's a that's something true about manga and anime yeah. in general that's true yeah, yeah i don't know if there's because it's so much of it i don't know if it's i feel like in manga i feel I hear and see more. Maybe it's because of the way they do comics, because the way they do comics is serialized in magazines, right? Well, the I, way we do comics is Marvel and DC comes out with them and you can go to image and read cool shit if you want. Yeah. But like very few things break the barrier of entry and ever get past that 10,000 issue sale. Yeah. And the, was, and the best artists and writers are on Marvel and DC. So they're writing Superman, yeah. Batman but and Wonder Woman. Manga, the same thing happens. Like I think manga are in a magazine, right? Like you said. So you yeah. purchase Shonen Jump, and if you don't perform well enough, you get, like, there, there's been a huge rapid canceling. Like, things are getting canceled yeah. after, like, five or six issues now because yeah, they're not meeting the status quo. And so, like, with this, she's not going to get, if she doesn't want to, if she wants to stop writing, she could just stop writing, but she's not going to get canceled yeah. by Webtoon. She but she also never has to stop. Book. Exactly. Yeah. So she never has to stop. She's going to always have the platform, which is really yeah. nice. And I like that because her popularity only affects her own self-esteem and how much she wants to do it. It doesn't affect like her. Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. So like the story gets to evolve with the writer. You get more time to flesh out your ideas yeah. in ways that other like even manga doesn't let you. And I'm also sure a lot of these people, while I'm sure she gets you get paid by Webtoons by who how many people read your comic. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure she gets a nice paycheck. But I'm also sure a lot of these people like can go get a Patreon and like have their yeah. fan base and like do it that way. It's such yeah. a non-traditional way of doing it. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Super agreed. Yeah. Yeah. But I want to read more about Bagman. And his stupid bag on his head. I'm so interested. Uh, I'm so interested. It's I I the reason that I wanted you to catch up to now is because what's finally happening now is the for the next hundred issues are the events, and we're finally getting to like the repercussions for those events. Like the like uh, okay. And you've already read it, so it's like at some points in the comic. There's just like a lot going on. Yeah, yeah. And then afterward, there's time for people to talk about what's happening. Oh, uh, like, okay, good, good, good. And we're like finally to that point because so many things have happened. Yeah. And like we're finally getting to the point where like people are just like people and talking. And like things are That's finally good. like out in the open more. Yeah. And like things are and I'm not saying if they're good or they're bad. I'm not saying whose side people are on. Like I don't want to ruin anything yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah, but yeah. there's um we're finally getting to that point now. Okay. Where That's it good. feels like we're we're coming to the point. Yeah. In a way. In a really good way. In a really good way. An interesting thing about this is that it feels like it takes a long time for them to get places. Imagine reading it once a week. Yeah, from, with from comic books, it's like speedy because they have to keep your attention every week this is yeah. like one issue one week could just be like 
two characters exchanging glances the whole time and then that's it you know yeah which is yeah pacing also pacing and manhwa, manhwas are weird yeah uh, sometimes I, I i would say they're usually somebody a strong editor is what makes a good pacing it's mm-hmm. usually not the writer it's usually not the artist that's something that i, I found that. very true in being behind the scenes and some of the stuff that i've worked on and what, uh-huh. what i've done you know the pacing is something a good editor does you know, sure. like goes in and be like, we don't need this scene about coffee. Uh, yeah, yeah. And you need to explain why this is happening. Yeah. yeah and yeah. they like stretch and thin and stretch and thin. And you don't get that. Here. No, you don't. <laughs> so get sometimes that. Yeah. you're like so much shit just fucking happened. Yeah. Can we deal with it? And sometimes you're like, can we get to the next thing, please? Yeah. And sometimes, too, like you feel like you missed a chapter. I'm like, OK, I have to yeah. go back. Like that happened a lot with Bastard. I would go back and be like, I must have missed a chapter. Like. There's no way this is the next chapter, but no, it is. It just is what it It usually is. Yeah, it usually is. But yeah, Marcus, is there anything more you would like to talk about from an ordinary? I don't think so. Moments. I don't think there's anything else. I think we covered everything. I like I like John and I want to keep liking John, but I feel like I'm not going to like John anymore very soon it's but gonna be hard the problem is i need a replacement character right because right now i don't like anybody else so if i don't like john and i don't like anyone else then why am i reading it i think it's gonna be blake i like okay. blake okay i like blake uh, his like small like little manifestation of like becoming a good person and not yeah, being yeah. like a snot nose kid is was my favorite during rereading these moments okay because i remember i remember liking blake now and then reading the beginning i was like blake sucks he's just a <laughs> shit shitty person yeah but by the where we read like he's starting to you know really figure shit out yeah marcus i don't i don't think there's anything else i need or want to say about the comic i loved it i'm so happy you read it marcus did you like unordinary <sighs> honestly there was a long time there where i was like i hate this this is like bad. This is just bad for so long. And then it really started to get to me. And then I questioned whether that was Stockholm syndrome or whether I genuinely <laughs> liked it. You always think that for our challenges. hundred <laughs> percent. And then there was the communism stuff. And I was like, okay, I like this again. Let's go. <laughs> so I will say that I did like it. Yeah. Good. I think there's pockets of badness in there, of course, for sure. But I think overall, Uru's like flair for action. I think the power structure in the world is interesting. Mm-hmm. I think the characters, whilst sometimes not so fleshed out, you would like it. The core of them is there enough for a Riverdale esque drama yeah. niceness yeah, yeah, yeah. to like be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. As you're like reading it, so I'm glad. I'm glad you liked it, Marcus. Will you ever recommend this? webcomic i don't think so i liked it enough but when i think about my time and other people's times and like all the media that there is to consume out there it's like yeah i am doing this because of the podcast and now that i've read it already i do like it i think the barrier to entry is kind of high where like you could just go in and read it for free and you could enjoy it but like there are so many other things you could be doing with your time. And I don't necessarily think this is better than any of those. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. like, would you I, recommend for someone to go to webtoons and try out a couple comics? Yes. Just, I think that to see if, if there's one that's if like them, you like comics, if you like manga, if you like fan fictions or whatever, like, I think that webtoon is a great site for you to go check out, see if there are stories that are in line with some of the stuff you like. There's good sci-fi, there's good superhero stuff. 
There's good romance. Great romance. A lot of romance there. A lot of romance. So if that's the and kind of your thing that you might and like. drama will have a little romance. Yeah. Like Darren. I think Darren would find something interesting on Webtoons if she had time. 100%. Marcus, will you continue to read Unordinary? Uh, uh, yes. Yes, I will. I think I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it at a much slower pace, but I will read it. I'll probably read like once a week or something like that or every, you know, yeah. every couple of days. It's a perfect shitter. It's a perfect yeah, travel commute thing. 100%. You can download them all for free offline. Yeah. So if you're under the train and stuff. Instead it's, of scrolling it's a, through that's TikTok, why, you know, while in the toilet, I can read this. 100%. I did not. I did not read this all at once. Like, that's how I picked it up. I just mm. pick it up I, a couple minutes every once in a yeah, while yeah. and I go and that's yeah. like how I read it. Like that's that that's, how, why, that's what it's perfect for. A yeah. nice like, oh, let me check it. Oh, I've I missed the last three issues of Unordinary. Let me re- go spend ten minutes and catch up. And like, oh, what's happening? You know. Now I have one major complaint about, about webtoons. Me? No, oh, okay, about cool. webtoon. <laughs> Holding the phone and doing this to read a lot and quickly because you had to read a lot. It just hurt my wrist so badly. Really? Yeah, just doing this for like hours or whatever at a time hurts. You need to find a better way to hold your phone. Like, what are you? I'm doing. I'm holding in one hand, right? And then I'm scrolling with my thumb like this. How do you do You're it? Holding like this? Yeah. I hold it like this. Oh, oh. I rest. I'm a pinky rester. I'm a pinky rester. You're a grabber? I'm a grabber. And I'm doing this. Oh, I'm a pinky rester. Try grabbing it and scrolling through like an issue. That's awful. It hurts. <laughs> That's why I'm a pinky rester. You rest on your pinky. Okay. okay, so maybe it's my fault. But I was like, this app needs, you know what it, this app needs? It needs an auto scroll. Like if you play visual novel games or anything oh, sure. like that, there's always an auto whatever. There should be an oh, auto, funny. like a slow auto scroll on the app. Mm-hmm. That's my one well, Marcus, complaint. That's all my questions for you. That's the podcast. That's unordinary. We were trying. You can check it out on Webtoons, Marcus. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Great job, Hell buddy. Yeah. Great job, <laughs> Nick. Next week, what are we doing? Hey, well, we you. This would be usually the be the moment of the pod where you challenge me, but that's mm-hmm. not what we're doing because our patrons have voted and they have decided that we will be doing. I don't remember the name of the movie. Memories of a Murder. <laughs> Memories of a Murder, which is a 2003 film. Mm-hmm. South Korean film by what's his face? Uh, what's his name? Bing Bong Joon Ho, something like that. I'm butchering it. Directed by Bong Joon Ho. You, okay. you literally did it perfect. Great, nice. Oh, it's based on a play. Oh, that's cool. Well, we're gonna go watch this thing. It is a crime thriller. Uh-huh. Uh, that's all I know about it. So. Come join us. I'm very excited. And especially if you were involved in the Patreon voting and you voted for it, come join the episode. Yeah. And, and remember, come join the episode live. And you, we, if you join the Patreon live, the first we person, will you we're going to do it one for one person. <laughs> no, no. We'll do it for all of them. All of them? Yeah. Okay. We're, we're going to have a max limit because we're broke. But yes. We'll, nope. We'll do all of them. Every single person. <laughs> every single person who comes next week to now try this cast. Uh-huh. Or sorry. To twitch.tv slash now try this cast at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And join our Patreon live. We will gift them $5. You can also check us out at now try this cast everywhere you check out people. You can also go to iTunes and Spotify to rate us five stars. We really appreciate it. Pick up the podcast everywhere you pick up podcasts. Hell yeah. Wow, Nick, that was beautiful. Are we ready to end the episode now? Only once you tell me what would be your unordinary power. Um, my power would be the best power. I could do anything I thought of and it would come true. Uh, no, I would want 
something lame that I could use to be cool, that I would want the opportunity to be creative with my power. Like I would want my mastery to be very high, but my like power to be kind of like mid tier. So Blue Genus is your favorite hero for my hero. No, because that's not creative. Honestly, he is. He's the number four hero and he controls that. But he's not. Cre- OK, but he's not creative with it. He's not creative. with it. Honestly, who's the Kenny Explosion Murder Kid? I forgot his name. I haven't watched it in a long time. Bakugo? Bakugo is very creative with his powers. I would say his mastery is very high. That's true. So give me a... a so then for my minority power, explodey fists. My fists explode. Explodey fists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fists explodes. You mm-hmm. got it. Mm-hmm. All right, Marcus. Thank you so much. And everyone out there, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you guys for joining us. Be sure to check out all the things Nick said to check out. And remember to go out there and try some things. Good night. Good night. Friends get together so they can try things. Recording um, my audio. I turned on the audio. Twitch open. Recording my audio. There's Twitch. I am recording my audio. I'm recording my audio. Dun, 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 dun.